you just tuned into the hippest way to start and grow your indie author career, learn the ins, the outs, and all the all-arounds of self-publishing with the team from D2D and their industry-influencing guests. You're listening to Self-Publishing Insiders with Draft2Digital. Hello, and welcome to Self-Publishing Insiders with Draft2Digital. My name is Mark Leslie Lefebvre, and I am the Director of Business Development from Draft2Digital. Uh, one of the things I take great pride in and, and working on this amazing, awesome team is I am the only person on the team who is not uh, a U.S. citizen. I'm, I'm, I'm not an American. I'm actually up here in Waterloo, Ontario, Canada. So I'm, I'm kind of like that little mini international because I'm not really that far away from the States, little mini international person. But what I'm so excited about today is because we're always so U.S. focused. We're always so North American focused in our self-publishing landscape. And I'm so excited today that we're bringing uh, in two experts on the publishing landscape and the self-publishing landscape in the Netherlands. So we all have access to insights that go way beyond the borders of the U.S. and Canada and the and the territories that we normally focus on, which would probably include the, you know, the U.K., Australia, New Zealand, etc. So Maria, Petra, welcome to Self-Publishing Insiders. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so um, I think I think uh, we've all told Maria was going to go first just to basically share so our live audience can understand. And there will be a chance for people to ask uh, questions. So feel free to drop your questions in uh, the comments. But uh, Maria, a little bit about your background in writing, self-publishing, etc. Yes. Uh, my name is Maria Staal, and I have published my first two nonfiction novels uh, back in 2007, when everything was still you know, quite archaic. And um, I, st I started off with a print run and had a, an attic full of books, as you did in those days. Um, and in 2010, I uh, jumped on the bandwagon, the digital bandwagon, and um, I have since published uh, nonfiction books and fiction books. Uh, I write cozy mysteries and uh, non-fiction, mostly about uh, how to self-publish, how to market, that sort of things. Um, they are in Dutch and in English. The Cozy Mysteries are in English. Um, um, I have a, a Dutch language blog about self-publishing. Uh, and uh, for about a year and a half, uh, Petra and I have, been, have had a, a, pop, a podcast about writing and publishing. And we have actually interviewed you, uh, Mark, uh, this year. It's very, it was fun. Um, and I'm also the Dutch ambassador for the Alliance of Independent Authors. So, Okay, so the, the, that's a lot to unpack uh, be, before yes. we move on to Petra. I, so the, the URL that I just popped up, and I am not going to butcher this. So if you can <laughs> someone you pronounce the URL for this uh, the website, podcast, etc.? Yeah, this is uh, schrijvenenuitgeven.nl. <laughs> Oh my God, I could not have said it better. I could not have said it <laughs> myself. <laughs> <Never>. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll drop that in the comments uh, as well so that people can check it out, particularly if if um, if you... So I, again, I was a guest. I was honored to be a guest uh, this summer, I believe, this past summer, 2022. And I might have been the yes. only English-speaking guest you've had so far, right? <laughs> yes. So yes. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> All right. Can I? I want to go back to this um, uh, uh, basement full of books or, or whatever. Um, so, was this how, how long ago was this uh, again when, when when you did this, and and how much has changed between now and and then? Uh, 
Yeah, that was that was 2007. That's a, yeah, it's a long time ago. And and you know what you did then, you just you you had a print run because you know digital didn't really exist yet. Okay, ebooks existed, but not really. And uh, so I had I had I just had three thousand books uh, printed, and then I uh, I, I yeah I, I went to the bookshops shop, myself. It was a local subject, so that was lucky. And uh, I was lucky to sell them all uh, in about five years. I, I got rid of the three thousand books. And by that time, I started, you know, writing other books. And I then it was ten, 2010, and you know, I realized that okay, the UK had just uh, Amazon UK had just come in, and KDP you could actually publish via KDP uh, uh, the UK. And that's what I started to do to do ebooks and you know, print books as as, as uh, print print on demand. Yeah, that was much much easier. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, thank you uh, for for clarifying on that because it just it, it just reminds people how long you've been uh, in this space and how much it has changed. Not just in the last yes, ten years. Um, excellent. Um, so That's so right. Petra, uh, how about your your background and and publishing and writing etc. Um, well, I've been writing since I was 13, um, and mostly for myself at that point, because I was way too shy to put my books out there. Uh, and I decided in 2016 that I wanted to actually publish. So since then, I've published five books, five English fantasy books. And I've also started back in 2016 a writing coach company to help other fantasy writers to write their stories. And uh, next to that, I also do freelance uh, work. So I'm a content writer uh, that goes, uh, that writes text um, uh, about mindset and marketing and anything entrepreneur. Awesome. Uh, this is this is fantastic. And so you both work with other writers. You both coach and support other writers, and obviously you inspire other people with your your podcast. How did how did the the two of you meet? I'm curious to hear your. Your hero, uh, your hero origin story here. Shall I tell the story, Maria? <laughs> we actually, yeah, yeah, um, do. please do. We actually met on Facebook. Uh, she had the Facebook group for writers, and I uh, went on there, and I was like, okay, Maria's apparently the the host of this group, and I at one point uh, just contacted her and and said, you know what, let's let's grab a cup of coffee, and that that was like the start of a friendship, and. I think about a year, a year and a half ago, I told her, you know, we have both the, the same desire, the author, and we both had the start. Uh, um, so, am I still there? I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I think I, I think you yeah. broke up a little bit. I'm not sure if that was just me, but I I, I missed yeah. um, the last few words. Um, if you could just repeat that, if that please. Yes. Well, the 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 cup of coffee, and then we had a friend. Uh, we started a friendship, and then uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, we we decided we have the same idea about helping in the authors uh, um, get through the writing and publishing process because we both had our struggles, and that's uh, how we came up with uh, the website and the podcast and and starting to help others. Excellent. Uh, thank you for uh, repeating that. I'm just, I'm just going to pop up a little. Um, we've got uh, a, a hello from the, from the U.S. Uh, from from Jenny, who's excited, uh, excited to learn more about international markets, which is really exciting. Um, and so, if you guys uh, watching live have any questions about international markets, please drop them in the comments. We'll get to most of those towards the end.
of the interview, but because, you know, I'm selfish, I want, I want to ask my questions first. <laughs> um, Maria, you had mentioned um, you were a member of uh, like an advisor or you work with the Alliance of Independent Authors. Is that specifically for to help Dutch language authors or authors from that region? Yeah, I am. Uh, the Alliance of Independent Authors has uh, ambassadors for uh, to, okay. to sort of yeah take out the words and 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 get, get in new members, make yeah sort sort of uh, promote uh, ally in other countries and okay. also in America and everywhere. And I've been an, a, the ambassador for them uh, for about I don't know three years or so, okay. and uh, yeah. I'm trying to you know. Put, put, put Ally on the map in the Netherlands and, and Belgium. We, but, but by the way, not only for the Netherlands, also from Bel the Dutch-speaking part of Belgium, we also cover that, right. that bit. So it's, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, be uh, be a good um, supporter for Ally and, uh, and yeah, get, yeah, get as many people on board. Because I like, I, I, I love, I love Ally, so yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, I, I, I love this. Uh, so I want, I want to lay the groundwork for, so obviously, uh, I couldn't speak Dutch when I came on your podcast to talk about drafted digital and self-publishing and stuff like that. But you guys speak very fluent English and you speak Dutch uh, as well. Probably other languages, I'm guessing. Uh, I, I find a lot of Europeans tend to, to know at least two or three uh, languages beyond their, their mother tongue. Um, let's talk about uh, the publishing landscape in general in the Netherlands because because. I, I have had some experience uh, working with some colleagues when I was at Kobo who, who, who came from the Netherlands, came with a literary background, literary agents and representatives uh, from the Kobo team. And I do know that, I mean, my impression of the Netherlands is, you know, this is a country where reading is um, sacred, where reading is very, very um, valued and, and held in high regard. But can you guys talk a little bit about that? Because I'm trying to sort of set the scene for, for people who aren't familiar, the difference between, you know, uh, the, the the market in North America and the UK, for example, compared to the market, the bilingual market um, uh, in the Netherlands. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, I think I can take that one. If <laughs> the Petra can, can, you know, interrupt me if she wants to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's... Um, the, I think the Netherlands is still uh, very, the, the Dutch readers at the moment are still really focused on print books. Uh, but since uh, since the pandemic, they are uh, getting more interested in digital reading. So they are uh, reading uh, e-books and also audiobooks are becoming more, uh, they're getting more interested in it. And the interesting thing is that um, in the Netherlands we have, and I, I think this is quite unique here, we have a sort of uh, national distributor for print books. It's called the CB, and it stands for Central Book House. And they've been there for decades and decades. And mostly all the, um, the bookshops, but also uh, the, the, the online libraries and the, 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 the distribution to that goes via CB. And for the self for, for Indies, it's difficult to get... To, to, to get into the CB because you have to have an account there and it's, it's a monthly cost and it's all in Dutch and it's you know, quite not handy. Uh, but luckily there are some English ways of also getting into the Dutch markets. So, that's, so it's a, there's, there, are, there are different ways that you can use. But the, the CB as a, dis, a national distributor to the Netherlands and uh, the Flemish part of Belgium is quite unique, I think, here. Yeah. So that, and like you said, that's not something that the average indie author can just 
create an account with or whatever. There's probably other channels to connect through them somehow. Yeah. Yes, yes. There are sort of um, self-publishing pl platforms. And there's one uh, that, that has quite a few of them that have actually an account at the CB. And if you, it's like a bit like Cobra Writing Live, but then that's Cobra Writing Live. And you okay. publish via them. And then they, they, they sort of distribute to the CB, and the CB then distributes everywhere else. So, okay. so and, and it, it's, it's handy in a way, but in the other way, uh, the, the, the CB takes quite a lot of the money that you, the, so, it's, right. so it's, you, you, you end up with much less uh, royalties, actually, yeah, in the end. And this is for print books primarily, right? Because primarily, it is a very yeah. uh, heavy print market um, still, yes. uh, except maybe it started to, maybe started to change a bit in March 2020. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yes, yeah, mostly mostly print books, and uh, indies can have uh, an account there, but it costs like fifty euros a month. So if wow. you don't sell that, okay. you never get out. That's that's a, that's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. And most indie authors are, are usually get their start uh, with moving eBooks before they move in into print. That's usually because the the path of resistance is a lot is a lot lower, right? With uh, with setting up an eBook. Um, Okay, so let's also paint the scene in terms of the retail landscape. So you talked about CB and that's distribution into print and print is still, throughout Europe actually, uh, print is still significantly more powerful. Now, most Americans don't realize that even in the US, the print market is still 75 to 85% of the market. Most indie authors who are make, selling nothing but eBooks or mostly eBooks have, have difficulty believing that. Um, but it's probably even more powerful. Uh, the the print book market uh, in Europe, would you say, is would you say the print book market is even a higher percentage uh, of the overall market there? Yeah, I don't know the exact percentages, but I do do think it's higher than than the ebook definitely. But but the ebooks are getting more; uh, they are becoming more interested, and also the subscription uh, people are starting more becoming more interested uh. in subscription <laughs> reading. So it's uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that leads to the, the question is, uh, I'm aware, thanks uh, thanks to the partnership Kobo has uh, with Bowl, that Amazon uh, is, is, is obviously the world's largest bookstore and is, is dominant in a lot of markets. But a lot of people outside of the Netherlands and maybe even Belgium, uh, where Bowl is a massive, massive retailer. Can you guys explain uh, what this is? And, and then I'd love, that's a great segue into that partnership because Bowl and Kobo and subscriptions is something uh, authors are probably familiar with. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so is Amazon dominant uh, in the market? I mean, they're, they're, they're no. there, right? No, I, th I think the difference is Bull started as the as the Dutch Amazon. You could you could just say it like that. Bull is really okay. like the Amazon here in the whole, in the Netherlands. Okay. And so everyone knows Bull and Amazon. Uh, when it started here, it was .com or .co.uk, and people okay. needed a credit card. It was a, a lot of, a lot of hassle to get books through Amazon. So people always went to Bull. So that is in most cases the only place in people's minds where they can buy books. So and now we have Amazon.nl, and uh, I think it's starting to pick up that that is also a possibility to buy there. But Bull is just so ingrained in people's minds, so that is just the first place people go. So it is. It's like the natural, just like in 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 the U.S., for example, people think to go to Amazon when they're looking for the everything store. So right. Bull is is not just books, though. Is Bull like a, a larger retailer, and they have physical locations? Plus, they they got into the online space pretty early, right? 
Yeah, but they don't have physical places, but they oh, do it's only sell online? everything. It's okay. only online, yeah, but they do sell everything. So it's just, it, it's not just books. I think it started with just books and DVDs way, okay. way, way back. But it now has even groceries you could buy through Bowl.com. So, so I can get my coffee <laughs> and my books at Bowl yeah, and, and yeah, they just get yeah. delivered to my home. And okay, right, all right. right. Not, okay. Not, less, all right. not as if you go to a supermarket and uh, fill up your whole crate. It's not like that, but it's <laughs> it's kind of the same as Amazon, the the bulk things you could you could try to find on bowl as well yes <laughs> is it fair to say bowl is a trusted uh a trusted brand uh to people because you said we we've known about them we trust like we, we we've already shopped there etc yeah it's very trusted it's it's yeah. the place to go for for the dutch people yeah okay which probably is why the really brilliant people at kobo decided to partner <laughs> with bull um because <laughs> their 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 mandate is okay bull selling physical goods and bull probably wanted to sell ebooks and this couple came in and said hey we've got ebooks for you let's partner that's usually how that works in different territories but bull introduced something that was really intriguing is the concept of subscription now the concept of subscription reading without a demand for exclusivity like those other guys in the river place yeah. Yeah. um can you talk a little bit about um about what what that's like and is and has the subscription program perhaps introduced more readers especially avid readers who read a lot to the concept of ebooks in, in a different way I, I definitely believe that that Kobo writing life uh, sorry um the Kobo plus is called Kobo plus has has made uh, the Dutch readers more interested in ebooks because it's an easy way for them to they, they pay I don't know how much eight euros nine euros a, a month and then they can read as much as they like and if they don't like something they can put it back same as with Kindle Unlimited and uh, it's it's I think it's it's has put the ebooks and now I think audiobooks are needed as well uh, definitely put them put it on the map because I when I because I have the, the I have the, the Facebook group for, for for indie writers, and quite a few of them say, yeah, I, I have a, I have a Kobo Plus account, and I, I read lots of books there and ebooks there and, and that sort of thing. So I think people don't really uh, as much um, buy ebooks anymore. Because they don't they want just want to borrow them, uh, like like you do from the library. And I think that's that's very good uh, the the connection and, and that that started here. Um, the, they, they set it up here. Kobo set Kobo and Ball, Ball set it up together, and now they're spreading it out over the rest of the world. I think. Yeah. I love that. Um, if, if possible, if you could drop uh, is the Facebook group that you have for for Dutch authors is that um, uh, open? Uh, people can come and check it out. No, it is a private group, but you can. Oh. Well, it's a Dutch, it's a Dutch language group, but you can, you can, people can find it okay. uh, on. Facebook. All right, so Dutch language yeah. folks will know how to search for it. Yes, <laughs> and I imagine there's just probably a survey that they have to fill out, so it's not. Yes, some guy like is. me who's going to come in and ask questions in English. Okay. Well, um, you are you are you are more than welcome, Mark. Anytime. <laughs> I have to use the little Google Translate in order to understand what's going on. Okay, so this is this is interesting, and and yeah, you're, you're right. Um, uh, Kobo Plus launched uh, in the Netherlands, and, and and one of the things I always found interesting is. Uh, Bowl is the dominant retailer. Therefore, there were a lot of customers at Bowl and potentially not as many on the Kobo Netherlands website. But getting into the Kobo Plus catalog, uh, I always used to say, get your books into four different platforms. Get you into the regular Kobo catalog, the regular Bowl catalog. Then it gets you into the Kobo Plus catalog on Bowl. Right? They call it Kobo Plus on, on Bowl.com, right? Yeah, they do. 
and like powered by Kobo and then Kobo Plus. So it's almost like you get four listings instead of two in those territories. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say this, that's what you asked before how many people read in English and, and, and the bilingual thing. And I think quite a lot of Dutch people read in English. I mean, I read in English. So I if, if uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Pedro as well. You, you so, both read in English. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. And uh, I think if, if there are English language uh, Indies that want to become more uh, ingrained in the Dutch uh, uh, world, that's okay to just have it in English because we read in English anyway. Okay. So it's this, so they can, they can put their, their English language books into Kobo Plus and it's, it's not a problem. Yeah. So, so just to be clear, because I, I want to be very, very clear, is, is Ball is uh, as dominant uh, or even potentially more dominant than Amazon is in English language territories. Uh, and this is in Ball exists, as far as I, I'm aware, in the Netherlands as well as in Belgium, right? They have a presence in, in Belgium as well. Yes. Um, yeah. Which means that authors who want to be successful wide, even if they're not publishing in the Dutch language, have a really great opportunity. Uh, not only to make sure that they list their ebooks through Kobo, and you can do that either directly with Kobo, you can do it through Draft to Digital, through other distributors. Uh, but when you list your books to Kobo, it's probably optimum uh, to check that little box that says "Yes, put my books in Kobo Plus," because then that makes your book available to uh, more more readers. And you guys both do read in in English as well. Yeah, yeah that's both right. Read and write in English, so we uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think that's also very interesting for the international uh, people who are watching this because uh, we get questions about translation and everything, and we always say, you know, that's not the most important thing. If you just want to make a name here first, see how right. your English books are doing, focus on that first, and and don't go into the whole translation because that is like high costs, and you don't know if you're going to succeed. Just try to find yeah. a, a place in the English with English books first. That that would be our advice. Oh, I love that advice. Thank you. And and that's something you don't think about because you're thinking, okay, I'm going to be in the Netherlands. I have to have something in Dutch. If not, I'm not going to sell. But you're saying, no, English is pretty prominent, pretty powerful. Save your money. Don't spend the eight to ten thousand dollars to get your books translated. Because, right. It's, it's, it's okay. like a, a, trying to find uh, to fi first figure out if the market's for you, uh, what it all uh, right. entails, and. Um, you can do that just with English books. And if, you, if you're thinking, you know what, I want to uh, uh, expand, you can always go through the, uh, for the translation because there are, of course, people who only read in Dutch as well. So if you want to reach those people as well, then go for the translation. But my advice would not be just to uh, first try and then do everything with translation. Just try it with English first. I love that. Fantastic advice. And speaking of translations, I, I do have to pop this comment up from Jenny who said, she said, hello, H-A-L-L-O is not a typo. It's Dutch for hello. Now, is, is she correct there? That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> hello. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> say it. Hello. Is that, how, is that how it's pronounced? Did I get it right? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Oh, hello. Excellent. Thanks, Jenny. See, we're learning. I'm learning lots here. So I, the other thing, now I've heard that uh, thrillers uh, are significantly popular in in uh, the Netherlands. Is that is that still true, or was that just a rumor I heard? Um, I think it's true. Yes, and I think romance uh, feel good feel good books are very popular. Uh, I think they are okay. the most. And I think it's so. Romance is still number one. Still okay. number one. Yeah, I think it's pretty similar to the English speaking world. And then the thrillers and mystery are uh, uh, well very popular as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. 
So you've got, uh, obviously, because honestly, we all want to feel good. We all want a happy ending for, for God's sakes, especially, you know, the last few years we're locked down. We're trying to read more. Let's read some happy endings. So romance, uh, thrillers, suspense, uh, et cetera. Are, are other genres in, in the top uh, area or are there, uh, um, what, what else? Think, well yeah, there? I think children's books are, are popular. And okay. I think non nonfiction books in general. Um, okay. Other ones, I'm not entirely sure. I think the, the okay. like horror, sci-fi, um, that and, and fantasy. I don't know Petra fantasy. Do you know anything about the how popular yeah. that is here? I, I'm a very big fan of buying books, and I buy uh, uh, Dutch and uh, English books. And yeah, fantasy is completely my genre. So I can okay. always find uh, in English and in Dutch. Uh, but the fact uh, is that I usually buy English because the okay. either the Dutch uh, translation um, uh, takes a long time and then the book is already in English and I, I can't wait. I just want to buy the book. Uh, <laughs> you or, have that benefit, uh, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or it's from a Dutch author uh, and then, uh, of course, it's going to be in Dutch. So um, right. I, think, I think it's also... Um, uh, fantasy is also high, but not as high as as romance and and thriller. They, those are okay. really really popular here. Yes. Oh, this is great. Thank you. I'm learning so much. Um, I, I guess the other thing I'm, I'm when you're talking about buying books, are you talking about buying physical books? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. No, no, I know. And then is is it a case? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it a case where I know uh, when I worked at Kobo years ago, I remember Kobo released a study that showed that. People who read ebooks tended to read three times as much as they used to before when they were only uh, print on a print only diet. And they bought twice as many print books <laughs> as they used to when they started reading ebooks. Now, do you consume a lot of books in, in, in you know, through Kobo Plus or subscription programs and then go back and is it, are you buying books just to have it because you really like it and you want it on your shelf or you're buying it for friends? How does that work? You asking me? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I don't buy double books. So if I've, if I have bought a book on ebook, uh, I'm not okay. going to buy it uh, in a physical okay. copy unless I really, really like it. But uh, it's also a matter of uh, do I have space in my in my closet? <laughs> so <laughs> oh, I, come I, on, I keep bookshelves behind both of you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was just curious about that because I end up uh, I end up I mean I'm I'm a print book hoarder uh, I buy a lot of print books especially when I'm doing research uh, but also even um, I may buy the print book so I can get it signed or I can keep it, keep all of the nice hardcovers on my shelf but I'll listen to the audiobook now let's talk a little bit about audiobooks because I know um Kobo Plus is available in audio is is the audiobook market something that's been growing significantly in the last few years uh, in in the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, it is. It has definitely, and it's. Um, I think more people, particularly because um, audiobooks are now uh, on uh, Kobo Plus, but they are also in the online library. So uh, before uh, they had only ebooks in the online library, but I think during the pandemic they put the audiobooks in online library as well. I think that then you know made them far more popular these days. Yeah, than the, than before, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I we can't hear you, Mark. 
there I am with my mic muted because I was typing, uh, and then I forgot to unmute it when I started. Thanks for letting me know. I'm just going on and on. So we we had a comment uh, asking uh, Bol, uh, B-O-W-L or B-O-L, how do you pronounce it? So I popped up Bol.com, and that is the website. It's Bol.com, correct? Yeah, correct. What is it? What does it stand for? It stands for books online, actually. Oh my God, books! Really? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait! This is Dutch, and and yeah. this is like an English language, or or is it, or yeah. is BOL the same thing in, in Dutch? Is it? No, no. It's just, this is the way they 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 want to have books online, and then they 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 made this acronym for it. Yeah, that's how they uh, how they started. I, I don't know, 20, 30 years, twenty five years ago. Or so yeah. But oh it's God, also if you that. say it in Dutch, it's booken online. So it's it's kind of oh, the same. Booking online. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, so, oh so that's it's... so cool. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and and, and it is so C B is Central Booking House. Is that is that is that Yeah, correct? yeah, Central okay. Central Book House or yeah, yeah. We, we, in Dutch we say Central Book House, but actually okay. the name changed already about fifteen years ago and it's still it's C B now, but everyone still still says Central Book House. I don't know why. Oh. I, I, I always say C B, so it's <laughs> Okay, so uh, we know you can get uh, ebooks, you can get into uh, the 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 Dutch language or the Dutch market, the Netherlands market I should say, uh, through Kobo. Are there other ways uh, to get ebooks uh, published in in the Netherlands or and then let's talk about how would somebody go about getting uh, print books published in the Netherlands? Yes. Well, ebooks are very easy because you can just do basically the same thing as that you do in the in the English speaking market. So you you personally, what I do, I use uh, KDP for Amazon. I okay. use uh, Kobo, Kobo Writing Live for Kobo, and automatically, ebooks then also are uh, sold on Ball.com. So that goes yep. automatically. And okay. you have, uh, and, and I use Draft Digital for the rest of the world, so to speak. And, that, and that's that's exactly the same. Uh, that's the same. for ebooks is basically the same. Okay, yeah. good stuff. So ebooks is relatively easy and simple. So most yeah. people around the world, whether they're using Kobo Writing Life, Draft Digital, or some other distributor, as long as the books go to Kobo, you're good. You're in. Yeah, yeah you're, <laughs> you're in. in with Ball. Yeah. Okay, yes. it's automatic. Yes. Okay, which is no, fantastic. Good yeah. to remind people of just how easy that is. And uh, when you're asked about whether or not you want to be in Couple Plus, I always recommend, why not make my yeah. books available to more readers, right? Exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, about- I also, I, that, that question I, I often get, do I put my books in Couple Plus? Said, well, it's an extra market that you can sell. You. Why not? Yeah, why not? Right. So how does that, can I can I ask some personal questions? Now, you don't have to give me definitive numbers, but as authors yourselves, yeah. I've noticed um, through my Kobo sales, both direct with Kobo Writing Life and through Draft to Digital for my payment splitting books, I've noticed that the main increase I've seen in the last several years has not been in a la carte sales of my ebooks, but has been uh, the, the, the Kobo Plus reads. Are you guys seeing that trend as well? Uh, not for me personally, because at the moment, uh, my books are, well, well my nonfiction books mostly gets sold as paperbacks and my my uh, my, my my fiction books uh, i'm right in the middle of uh, rebranding them so they're not they're, they are for sale but they are i'm, I'm going to change the cover and the, t- the title so they, they don't don't sell very much at the moment so i don't have much to compare and so i can't really give you an answer to that so, okay. <laughs> so uh but that leads to a, a side question because i was going to jump into print but then you mentioned covers and i said okay 
all right, so if I have a really brilliant cover, a fantasy cover, for example, or a thriller cover uh, that works brilliantly in English language markets in North America, is there a different style of cover that's more um, paramount in the Netherlands? Yeah, for, let's say for, for fantasy, uh, let, let's start with fantasy then. Yeah, well, well uh, the difference between the English market and the Dutch market is definitely you have to check the covers because the covers in the US uh, might not work here. Uh, so you have oh. to do your research uh, in order to, to publish it here and to also be successful. It doesn't say that it auto automatically won't work if you use the same covers. It also depends on your marketing strategies and everything, but there right. is definitely a difference, yes. Okay. So I'm just going to advise potentially then that one of the best things for people to do is to go to bowl.com, the most significant, largest online retailer, books online, I love it, uh, in the Netherlands. And in your category, and again, you can use Google Translate, so you can actually you know <laughs> double check to see what, what you're looking at, the browse categories, and probably check the bestsellers in that territory uh, to see what's selling well. If you wanted to do a cheat, you go to Kobo.com and you just change the little flag <laughs> to the Netherlands so you can kind of see what, what what are they merchandising, what are the best sellers there. Uh, that's probably a good way to see the difference and go, oh, wait, the, so the fantasy covers uh, maybe aren't all dragons and things like that, or there's, there's different uh, aspects to them? Yeah, I need to add to that. If you publish in English, you you uh, keep the English covers. So um, yes, because that's you know the U.S. books are also sell, sold here with the same covers. So if it's if it's uh, targeted to an English uh, audience, English written, you right. can you can usually uh, uh, have the same covers. But if you target the Dutch uh, the Dutch audience, then you need to check the Dutch written books because that might be a difference. Yes. Ah, uh, excellent. Thank you. Um... And I guess that leads to, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to print. I promise I'll get to print. But that sort of led to the question of, how do I market? How do how do I market my eBooks in the Netherlands? Um, do I purchase book bubs? Do I go to Written Word Media and get a bargain booksy? Or how, are, there, are there different marketing uh, strategies that authors in the Netherlands that you guys recommend they use? That is the big question indeed. <laughs> We unfortunately we don't have any like um, book bobs and sort of organizations. We don't have that here, which is a big problem. We really want some because then we could sell more books in Dutch uh, for our own market even. Um, but we we don't really. So what I always advise is make sure you get the right cover. It's basically the same. It's so that, that your metadata is perfect, the right cover, the right title, uh, everything, uh, you know, the blurb, and just yeah put it on there and try to get as close as you can to the right category. And that is a, that is a bit of a stretch difficulty sometimes here, but right. it's, yeah. And then just put, put the word out. Basically it's, it's, it's one of these things you can of course use Facebook ads. People, quite a few people use Facebook ads uh, here. Um, but, but other ways of, yeah, so ball.com doesn't, doesn't give us ads. We don't have ads on ball.com. Um, okay. I think we can use Amazon ads. I don't know, but that's just for ML. I, I don't. I'm not sure if that works really. I, I don't think so. I think most people use Facebook ads here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Facebook okay. ads targeting readers, I guess, etc. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's also uh, good to to know that the the indie um, the indie authors have a bit more struggle here because, uh, for instance, the categories, the, the genres are different uh, from uh, the the US US based the English uh, Amazon. There's okay. loads more uh, uh, categories genres there than there is in the Netherlands. So your book might be uh, really? harder to find uh, here in the, in the Netherlands based on those categories. So we have a lot of catching up to do on several things, but uh, hopefully okay. what, Maria and, what Maria and I are doing, it helps to uh, lift the, the um, how do you say it? The, the, um, the, the spirits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. okay. So does that mean, just, just to clarify, so for example, Maybe uh, the category might just be fantasy rather than uh, I have urban fantasy and, and, and Petra, let's say you're writing epic fantasy or historical fantasy or something like that. Is that yeah. is that the case where it's just all under fantasy? So the subcategories are yeah. harder to... Okay. Yeah. The, the, you, you can't really yeah. go very, very deep uh, in the genres, in the subgenres. No. 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 And, and it's even the weirdest thing here that is still baffling me beyond belief is that they have uh, the word novel is actually a, a genre here, which is really strange to me. Yeah. Uh, wait, novel, so it, does, we... novel, <laughs> does novel apply to general fiction that's not a genre? Is that what a novel is? In... Well, no, well, no, yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out, what it stands <laughs> for. To me, a novel is a, is a book of a certain length, but here they, a novel is something that you read, basically, and that's the category okay. on ball.com. So it's really, that's how oh. basic it is, basically. You don't have really have these, this, you know, what we have in on Amazon, whatever, that you really can have the subcategories. Right. Yeah. Because I, so I see, I see, I see beginners often put a novel uh, on any book they release, whether it's nonfiction, fiction, or whatever, because they think it's novel and, and book are synonymous. Um, it, it's not that, right? It's not that I can't have a a, a nonfiction book oh. for writers, and oh. they'll and they'll put well, it in novels. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. It's, it is it is fiction, but somehow okay. I don't know that they, they don't they don't have it. Yeah, split out as much as they do. Yeah. Oh, that it must might be, be so best to not, to not go into that category. Don't don't put your book in the category <laughs> novel because I think most writers will be very confused by that and that it's going to be like a, a mishmash <laughs> of all kinds of categories in there. So don't don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that is uh, wow. Okay, so let's let's get back into so uh, primarily um, uh, a print print is still popular there. How do so? What are some of the ways that authors can get? Because you guys help. Uh, right with getting print books made right right what what are some of the ways that you usually advise people uh to get into that get their books distributed and and uh, you know with with english language market for example you know you can go through d2d print and and you're distributed through english language's largest uh wholesaler of print on demand books which doesn't mean you're going to get your books into bookstores but because most bookstores won't order non-returnable but you can get listed online and people can special order them. Is it is it similar or harder or easier? <laughs> uh, harder, I think. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it is similar in a way is that, that if you have Ingram Spark that does the, uh, the, the distribution worldwide to bookstores, uh, here we have the CB that does the distribution to bookstores. So it's, okay. it's a good idea to have, if you have a print book, you can, I think Ingram Spark does somehow get the book onto ball.com, but it's not always 100. It's not a fail safe thing that you can do okay. it. 
And it's, uh, so it's, you should try to get your books via a CB account. So there are self-publishing platform, platforms that, okay. that, ha- that have a CB account and you can use their, their, their CB account, yeah. You said it was yeah. 50, 50 euros a month? Um, yeah, if, if, if you have one on your own, yeah, if you've if you got, okay. got one for yourself. Uh, okay. But it will be all in Dutch as far as I know, so that's really not very handy for an, okay. uh, an English-speaking. So it's easier to get via a, a self-publishing platform like uh, like um, Pombo, it's P-U-M-B-O. P-U-M-B-O? dot N-L, yeah. And they are they are one of the biggest self-publishing platforms for for print books, for print-on-demand. And they 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 do the distribution to to bold.com, but also all the bookstores because they have a CB yeah uh, so they have a CB uh, account so that's, that's very handy to and it's free it's free to use so it's uh, yeah okay. thank you I was just uh, I was just uh, wanting to pop that up I, if yeah. I spelled that properly yeah and that's one that's of the self publishing right. platforms to get your yeah. uh, print print book uh, loaded to places like Bull uh, if yeah. you're already not uh, getting it there through Ingram or you're saying that potentially Maybe because of that relationship that CB has as a trusted distributor or as the monopolistic Mono- monopoly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I think I think that makes it difficult for Ingram Spark to gr- to gain ground in the Netherlands uh, with the bookshops and, and everything because the CB is already there. I think that really is a problem, and that makes it difficult for us. Because the traditional publishers can have, they have their own uh, CB accounts, not a problem. Uh, but for us, it's, it's much, much more difficult, yeah, for, for the indies. Okay. Um, and then, and what's the what's the typical cost? And and is this, I mean, are these platforms uh, like uh, Pumbo.nl, uh, um, could an English language person navigate them? Are, are they in both Dutch and English or are they just um, in Dutch? No, no, I think Pumbo is only in Dutch. I okay. Think. Yeah. So that's, well, we that's need not... we need to check out you uh, your website and and potentially uh, get some help from from you guys, right? Is that? Yeah. That's right. That's also yeah. That's, that's also <laughs> what we we try uh, when we uh, connect with other authors, uh, either English speaking or Dutch. Is we always say, you know, you need to work together as indie authors. And if okay. you want to uh, go onto a Dutch platform and uh, like Pumbo.nl, and you don't speak the language try to find a Dutch writer that can help you in that process because self-publishing is not a one-man's job. We can all do it together. That's what, I, that's what I, we advise. So, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, what I like to say is uh, the only self-publishing and self-publishing when done correctly is self-directed, meaning, yes, I'm directing everything myself, but I'm working with professionals. I'm working with partners, coll- <clears throat> collaborators, and advisors, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, Absolutely. And, I al- and I also think that if there are a lot of English uh, people who want to uh, use uh, the platform of Pombo and they get uh, emails uh, asking, why is the platform not in English? If they get a lot of emails, maybe they, they, they'll change it into <laughs> English as well. So you can always try. <laughs> That's right. The mob has spoken. Uh, okay. So I have a very special question. Now I'm going to have to get one of you ladies to, to read this because Jenny, uh, Jenny, who um, I guess is bilingual, uh, or trilingual, who knows? Okay, so this is a, a comment question from Jenny. I'm wondering if one of you can read it aloud for people who are only listening to this. You want us to read it out loud yes, in English? Yes, I can. I can. No, well, no, read it aloud in Dutch, and then maybe you can translate it <laughs> in for Dutch. us. How's that sound? Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll read it, yeah. It says, uh, Dank u wel, Petra en Maria. Uh, fantastische informatie. Je hebt zoveel gegeven. Ik heb geen vragen. Veel dank. 
So what she writes is, thank you very much. Uh, lots of inf very good information. Um, uh, I, ha I haven't got any questions, but thank you very much. Oh, awesome. <laughs> cool. That's cool. Thank you. I would have I looked at it and said, Jenny's asking something. I don't know what it is, but she was just, uh, just appreciating uh, this wonderful information. So we just have a few minutes left. And so are, are there any things you would advise? So, so for somebody who's watching this and they haven't gone into self-publishing and they haven't potentially even explored beyond the borders of, of the U.S. maybe, What's some advice you would offer um, to beginning writers if they're, they're thinking about, hey, okay, I want to do this and I'd love to be able to try and sell more books in, in the Netherlands? Well, personally, I would always say just go, go for it because the, we, there is a big market here for English books, uh, as Peter said before. And uh, just if you, if you don't come here with your books, then you, you might miss out on, on readers and, and sales. That's, that's the thing. So I think just go, go as wide as you can and sell as, at as many places as you can. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah, and my advice would be uh, connect with other writers because there are a lot of um, uh, companies that might scam you into uh, paying a lot of money. If oh. you're unexperienced uh, in the publishing industry, uh, uh, you know, don't uh, uh, um, uh, don't give a lot of money uh, to certain companies, you know, mm. um, and and connect with other writers and ask for advice and help. And uh, I've always found the, the self-publishing com community very open and, and honest about questions and very helpful uh, with advice. So um, that would be my advice. Don't do it awesome. alone. Thank you. Now, uh, some quick questions that came in just at the very end here. Tom was asking, would you say that bookstores in, in the Netherlands account for 40% of book sales? Or what would that number be? I think it's probably a little bit more. I'm not sure. It's, if bookstores, as in brick and mortar stores, probably yeah. less. I think Ball.com sells a lot of books these days. It's, I think really? It's, uh, okay. Yeah. Very yeah, much I like Amazon has taken a lot of that market, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Here, here in North America. Okay. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Lexi says, go as wide as you can. Music to my ears. And, <laughs> uh, and so... <laughs> Uh, Jerome, uh, I pronounce that proper improperly, um, says, uh, uh, Mr. Baker says, I run a small indie publishing company. My main issue is promotion. Uh, and I guess promotions is, is again, the big challenge for everyone, right? Mm. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. Definitely. And I think that it, it doesn't matter if you're English or Dutch promotion and, and, and marketing is the big right. problem. And I think if Jeroen, I think I think his name is Jeroen. If he Jeroen. Wants information, oh, thank you. Yeah, Jeroen. Yeah, <laughs> he can <laughs> he can come to our, our website and we can we can help him. It's not a problem. And otherwise, he can become a member of the Facebook group. And then we, there, there's lots of information there. Well. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Thank and, you. And one, and one advice I want to give uh, to that yeah. is that there is a difference in promotion here in the Netherlands as to uh, the US. Uh, okay. That is uh, also because we have. Um, uh, what's the word for it? Maria Persbericht. What, what is the... Now I'm blanking out. <laughs> <laughs> it's Are you going to tell me it's not all about uh, 99 cent books and cheap books? It's about quality? No, no, it's, no. It's, it's about it's about it's about the press press releases. That, that's yes, the, that's the, yes. Oh, okay. Yes, and that's the difference because the the Dutch are very um, how do you say old fashioned kind of. Uh, okay. They try to to go after the traditional publishing ways uh, uh, with promotion, and we are trying to to to, to teach the the Dutch uh, people that you actually have to go the English. Okay. 
promotion way. Um, oh, okay. So there is a difference. Um, so um, uh, just like Maria said, if, if Jeroen is a Dutch speaking person, go to our website. We have a lot of information there. And if you're English speaking, and you want to know, um, just drop us an email and we'll, we'll gladly help. Awesome. Uh, thank you, ladies, so much. This has been so enlightening, so exciting to get to chat with you. I know it's later, much later in your day than it is for me. Uh, so I want to say thank you uh, for joining. Thanks for uh, all the comments and interaction, everyone online. Uh, don't miss us. We're here usually every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern uh, is when we are doing uh, dddlive.com. But if you missed, if you missed the live, it's okay. We have all the episodes available over at youtube.com slash draft to digital. Uh, but if again, if you bookmark d2dlive.com, that'll bring you to our Facebook page where you can find the, pre the videos. Um, and uh, you can also check out uh, through our blog, draftsdigital.com slash blog. You can get some of the uh, some of these converted into audio. So you don't get to you don't get to see me speaking, uh, you know, with the mic off and you can't see you just see my lips moving. Uh, you just hear the silence <laughs> when that's happening. So thank you, ladies, again, so much for sharing. Uh, sharing your wisdom with us, and and thank you guys for watching. No thank problem. Happy to be here. <laughs> That's it for this week's self-publishing insiders with Draft to Digital. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts, and share the show with your will-be author friends. And start, build, and grow your own self-publishing career right now at DraftToDigital.com. <laughs>